Conversation with L.Y. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Wow. Well, I tell you, Baltimore, it's time to applaud. You're going to give the applauding before I tell them what's going on, John. Yes. The Baltimore Orioles win their division for the first time in well over a decade. And what a celebration those fellas had in the ball uh, in the clubhouse last night, and well deserved, well deserved. And uh, you know, it. <laughs> I, I I kept saying I'm going to go to a game. I'm going to go to a game. I'm going to go to a game. And then when I'm ready to go to a game, all the games are sold out. Yeah, yeah. So we're so proud of the Baltimore Orioles and. Uh, you fellas deserve it. I'm certainly hoping that we can go from this division to some of these even greater heights. But I'll take this one if he's very, very happy. And, of course, we want to see you go to uh, uh, greater heights. Uh, I'm not able to—I I didn't watch as many games as to, to make a judgment if we have a team that can go all the way. But uh, there were many who— didn't think we would ever get to the point of being a 500 club. Well, we're 500 club plus. And uh, ball players are dedicated to pulling this off for Baltimore. And we are so grateful and so very proud of them. And then, of course, we also were uh, able to see the Baltimore Ravens. They also won their game. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens, they won their game. Uh, okay, I know. I'm not, Listen, I do the best I can to get these sports things correct. And right now, I got to tell you that I just don't catch it just yet. Why is it that we're not going to our new wide receivers? Well, I don't know why we're not going to our, our wide receivers. So because of that, uh, we want to make sure <clears throat> that things are right. I think they are. I think all the ball players are right. just seemed that all we were trying to do, Mr. Lamar was <clears throat> trying to show us a running game and, and uh, got a few good ones off, and but then on one of those occasions, again, he's running, and we know he's one of the best at it, but he was running with the football loose. And uh, thank goodness for one of those fouls that we were able to be saved. But uh, no, Brother Lamar, you, you're good at what you do. You, the, many consider you the best running back quarterback going. But you cannot, you cannot, sir, have a loose ball in your hand. But anyway, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for for giving us another victory, you and your team. 
So Baltimore City, you can be proud, Baltimore community proud, Maryland proud, Ravens, Orioles, and uh, now we're going to have people coming back to wearing the Baltimore Orioles, this Baltimore Orioles, that. And that's right. Why not? Why not? And uh, I'm still, I think it's still like something like nine games left. I'm going to try to squeeze in one if I can, just so I can say I was there for the season. Okay. Happy, happy, happy about that. Well, let me get to Brother Mark seeing here. Then I want to talk to you about uh, the school chief that's now decided not to seek a second term. I certainly want to lift up uh, the interest that was brought to us by the fantastic uh, Supreme Court uh, Justice just the other day when uh, Justice Jackson spoke down in uh, about the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama. Boy, was she eloquent. She put it down like it should be put down. But let me get Mr. M. Mark C. up and about. How you doing, good man? Hey, how you doing, my big brother from another mother? Oh, so far, so far good. <laughs> good, good, good. What good. you got on your plate yeah, today? The Oreos, the Oreos are in, man. Let, let me tell you, big brother. My um, my two older children, grandmother, 97 years old. I met her in 76. Staunch Oreo fan. 97 now. If you go over there, she will have her gear on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you talk to her too long, she'll say, I'm watching the game. There you go. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. That's dedication. Yes, sir. But uh, what else you got on me for us? Yeah, um, you know, you was talking about what we going to first, you know, first talk about. You was talking about our children and uh, uh, Sandy Lisa, she and she in hot water, too. But um, the, the guy, Chil uh, Childress, uh, he, you know, uh, I, I want to shout out, Larry, because I talk about this, man. Leadership. Leadership is very important, man. And in the county uh, and in the state, you know, they just don't, they ain't having it, man. You know, um. This guy, uh, thank God for the news, man. I mean, he was just doing some some really shady, shady stuff, man. Using a like pretty much a burner phone, you know, you know what I mean, to to con conduct state business, you know, and on and on and on. And I want to shout out the the uh, NAACP uh, leader, the black the brother in um, Randallstown. He he, and he's I found out he's an educator too, but that man. He'd be on it, man. You know, he, you know, like, I love our NAACP, but they talking about we need a, a worldwide search or whatever for the, or a United States search for the uh, the commissioner and all that. But this brother, he'd be on it. He was a big part of why uh, the county has a new uh, sister that's the head of the school department that was on it. She was on it, Larry, during the summertime, unlike ours. Uh, chief who said the community need to get together and solve their own problems, even though the school system is being sued. I heard him uh, a few nights ago express himself very strongly, just as you're stating, and he does seem like he's got uh, hand his head on right, and certainly knows what's, uh, how. Well, he's come up with solutions. Yes, sir. That's what I love. If people, will, if people, will, if you, if they want to listen to what he's offering up. 
sir. Yep. And um, you know, also, man, we got to talk about because you you want condolences first to go out to um, that police officer's family. Uh, when the L.A. sheriff, man, he was uh, ambushed and, and murdered in his car, man. Third third generation um, officer, father and um, grandfather. Um, yeah, so we, we want condolences to go out to them and anybody that, that, that's lost anybody. Um, but also, man, here in Baltimore, and I was watching, and I sent it to you, I was watching a brother, you know, and he was passionate about what he was talking about. He was down in front of live live down in front of city hall and he was talking about the fact man that um that we've had uh just this weekend man we had a uh, 14 ages shot i think it was a 14 and 17 year old and then two um 16 years old i believe and we continue to have that and live we've had one of our young ladies murdered man um and it's a lot of shootings too many around the, the schools you know but then the county man they will catch you you know, they caught, they already got the person, 17 years old, who killed that young lady. Um, two groups, I think, was arguing or whatever, and she was taken up for her brother, Larry, going to school. Mm. And how can you be in the wrong place at the wrong time when you were in school? You coming out of school. And they killed her, man. They killed her, and come to find out it was a 17-year-old that killed her. Gee, me, Moses. Yes, sir. And we, we having out the memorial for my nephew uh this saturday uh uh at uh Vaughn green so i'm starting at two o'clock uh, uh myron white who's another black man uh son that's going to grow up without a father just because some selfish person who i hope they kept hope they catch heartless person uh mistook him for somebody else and killed him man 27 years old two jobs you know what i mean just that bought him a little truck larry you know he was going out driving little truck around his son that don't cross town we from East. So I understand, um, you know, what uh, that 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 family, the um, family of uh, uh, Leah, I, I understand, you know, why that, that mother is so passionate. I stood out there with them, Larry. Do, do the man know that, that, that the father's name is Ellis and that that young lady looked like Ellis? And, and, and his wife, he had to stand there and watch his wife you know, go through all that pain, but she keeps coming out there because she know when you know your child should still be alive, your child is only not alive because of a lack of poor leadership, then that hits different, Larry. Yes. That hits different, man. Yes, it does, buddy. I'm done. <laughs> no, you, well, okay. Um, gee. Also, uh, I did get word that uh, two of our very fine yeah, the arena players we're going to hear from a little bit later this morning has mm-hmm. um, a staff that's all volunteer. Seventy mm-hmm. years, volunteers been seven putting years. everything together for seventy years, and two of our very fine employees had a car accident uh, last what? night. Yes, and so we certainly want to we want to. Um, Keep them in mind and 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 have them in prayer circle, so that we might uh, and I'll get them to get an update, hopefully even okay. during this show. But uh, let's go over to uh, the line. Then we got several callers, and the first one is Brother Larry Wallace, the celebrity okay. cab driver. But we put him on as the YouTube YouTube un- uncut news segment that we've added to the show. 
every every Monday, and that's when he comes in and tells us what's uh, hitting the ground and what he's on top of, and more often than not, we've been able to go see what he's talked about. So, Larry Wallace, good morning, good man. Good morning. I appreciate you, L.Y. and Mark Cannon and all hey, of Hey, good morning, my friend. Good morning. You know, what disturbed me, I found out, got word the weekend, that the care boys are stealing ponders and cares. Okay? It's all over the state, the United States. But mainly it's in Baltimore City. And what's going on, allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly, TikTok. Y'all, that's where all the youth is at, all the kids learning how to steal these cars from 8 years old, 10 years old, 12 and 15. Uh, What happened was a neighbor of a neighbor told me that four boys got into his car and Buster Wendell got into the car and they ran out and the little kids jumped out and ran. And they called the police. They gave a description to the police, Baltimore County Police, and uh, they went down on Federal Road, Beachville area, and seeing the kids down there, the kids ran. But the police, the police told the owner that they're not allowed to chase the kids because they said, "Well, we chase the kids; they're gonna get back out of jail. They ain't gonna lock them up and this and that." So basically, the police they they don't want to chase the kids and lock them up because they think they're gonna get back out. But I'm saying if they catch the kids and lock the kids up. Eventually, they're going to go to Boyd's Village or Montrose or something. But to make a long story short, I want to get on TikTok to talk to the kids and tell the kids, don't steal cars. You get your license when you're 16. You know, I looked at some videos on TikToks, and one of the guys that the kid boys, they grabbed them, and and he said, if if it was at night, I would have shot you. Mm. So I'm saying... You don't know. I'm trying to get a hold to these kids and tell the kids that consequences is, is there. You never know when a person going to shoot a person. People is crazy in this world. You know, I don't want people to shoot people because they're stealing cars. But we never know what people going to think about. Just like a couple of years ago, this man killed the guy who was uh, trying to break into his car. I mean, you can Google that. That happened in East Baltimore. You know, we don't know what's going to come to these people's minds. But kids, I know if you're not listening, parents tell your kids that it's a consequence. People is out here crazy. They treat their cars like they, they wife or girlfriends or kids. People would try to shoot people over a car. It's not worth it. So, you know, that's what's going on around the country. They call kid boys. Y'all Google that up. K-I-A boys. They stealing cars. Kids. Eight years old, stealing cars. Can you believe that? I'm leaving it, and uh, it's, it's it's shameful. And yeah. there needs to be some serious actions taken. And uh, I know uh, my moderate progressive people, but family, come on. we got to get a handle on this. we got to get a handle on this. We cannot let uh, the village be disturbed. By youngsters, or anybody that matter, but certainly young people should not be running the village. Come on, Larry. Come on with that. Tell the truth, brother. You know. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. That's what's going on, man. I live in Baltimore, man. 
my neighbors, 80-something, 80, 80 my, my neighbor, 80-something years old, her and her husband, both, both are uh, retired. The the granddaughter was, was, was visiting uh, a few weeks ago. Come out 1030 at night. I'm on my couch in here in, the, in, in, in my house mm-hmm. next door. Mm-hmm. And I hear something like, and, and you know, I thought, it, you know, her, she was, they were talking. Come to find out the next morning, man, she come out, my granddaughter come out, and two young men are in her vehicle trying to steal it in our kid's truck, trying to steal it. Broad daylight? Huh? Broad daylight. No, it was 1030 in, at night. Oh, it was 1030. But, um, but still, yeah. But yeah. Out, yeah, they come out, and and two uh, young men are in there, in her car. Thank God they didn't approach him. And, and, but her daughter, uh, to Larry's point, her daughter was, is a correctional officer. And she, 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 she said, good thing I am my gun, but uh, you know, they just made a lot of noise, and they jumped out and ran out. And, and, and two young men look like us, man. You know, right on my street, you know, right across the street where that 25-year-old young lady laid out there last year, uh, murdered. I saw her laying out there. Every day I go outside, I look at that spot because she was in the car with somebody else, and some emotional young man got some his friends or whatever, shot the car and killed her. <laughs> And, and, and that's what, that's what they thought. They, um, the TikTok guy, when he caught the guy, he said, you know, if the, if it was at night, because they stole the car in the daytime, he said, if it was at night, I would have shot and asked questions later, you know. But the thing about it, people, do not steal cars, man. People are shooting people. People got guns. And then when a... a of eight year old still in the car, they they mind ain't right. They don't know how to right. drive a car. That's the first thing that come to mind. Old. They can't yeah. drive nothing. Eleven years old. No car. Eleven years old, Larry. At least when I grew up, you know, and before, you know, disclosure when I grew up um in in, in Goldman's McCabe where Larry lived at lived at um, they up was up under me. At least I was fifteen. Mm. You know, when I when I stole my first car, I was 15, and, and then it was consequences back then. You know, you get caught. See, like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say I never stole the car. You before. went to Hickey. You went to Hickey. No, no I no. My mother came and got like me that. out. That's where my you mother went. came and got me out. You mm-hmm. went to Hickey and Boyd Village and Towson. But to make a long story short, when I stole yes, the car, I'm not telling nobody to steal a car. But when I stole no. the car, I didn't steal people cars parked in their car doors and stuff like that. No. You know, no. I, you know I, I, I stole the car, but I ain't stealing from people. Uh, you know, I thought about consequences. I went to, like, several Ford or something, <laughs> a car dealer. But but uh, I didn't steal cars from people, man. People are crazy. They they see you in their car, and um, they bust a cat. But I'm, I'm not telling people what to do. I pray that people don't shoot nobody. But... Um, Things change, man. People is paranoid, you know. Uh, kids got hoodies on and stuff, and you, you don't know what to expect. Uh, they might think they they trying to rob you, and but people, is it a consequence? Is the parents will the parents get locked up because their kids out stealing cars? You know. I hope well, they let's put it uh, on let's the uh, let's. What about the uh, situation regarding the apartment building? Okay, the apartment building last week, we just I got, just got word yesterday that the housing people is coming this week to uh, get that 
situation. So they still talking about the place on uh, Poplar Grove, 700 block of Poplar Grove, the towers. So it's still uh, up in the air. People still, uh, they say the health department coming this week. Well, why is it taking so long to get there if allegedly they got black mold in the building? Uh, it's taking so long. Nanny talking about coming in this week, checking it out. They should have hopped on there when they first heard it. But um, 740 Papa Grove, the towers, the people still is up and on, but the elevator is still working. Everything is working, but they need to check the black mold situation out. So the housing people should be there today or this week to check things out. That's what I got word yesterday. And again, family, all this was uncovered because of the uncut news man himself. Larry the Slap of the Cab Driver, uncut news, and uncut he don't take news. no prisoners. I want you to know that. He's straight up with, his, with what he has to say, and let's just stay flat, and you like it or not like it. Larry, can we keep us informed as always, good buddy. All right, thank you much. Talk with you later. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. See you next that. week. All right, All right let's uh, go over and see what uh, Brother Bill Gooden has to offer up to us this morning. Bill, good morning. Hey, first, let me just say a good morning to you and Mark, and thank you for this opportunity. But I just want to make two points real quick. Uh, first and foremost, there's going to be a protest in front of City Hall at 4 o'clock in re- regards to uh, uh, bike lanes. I heard uh, Lawrence Bell speak about it, so I, I certainly plan to be there. I think the people concerned about these bike lanes should come down and join Lawrence and others. Uh, secondly, Larry, I want to ask you a political question. You know, because I have been in discussion with some people in terms of that, you know, it's not always that our our politicians is the best experienced politicians. And I guess one of the reasons I'm going to say that is this, Larry, is that, you know, when you drive a car, when you do anything, then sometimes you have to, uh, it's a process in terms of your experience or your resume. Well, the only thing for running for office is meeting qualifications such as your age limit, where you live, and that type of stuff, right? Right. So if experience was real important, then when they created this whole process of government, why didn't they say, well, you know, you have to have a Ph.D. or you have to have a a high school diploma? But that's not the case. You just have to meet the age requirement, your citizenship, and et cetera. So it proves that it's not experience that's important in terms of holding office because that's why it's not uh, in the Constitution or in the government's charter or whatever. As long as you meet the age requirement, uh, then you can run. So I'm saying all that to say this, is that when people try to use experience as the management tool for the best politician or the best person to hold office, that's a bunch of stuff. That don't hold no weight whatsoever. So I guess I just wanted to share that with you because I would like to opinion since that you've been on both sides the fence in terms of uh, the whole thing in terms of experience being the best barometer in terms of somebody holding office. I would like to hear your opinion. I'm I'm with you. I do not believe that your vote solely should be cast on the person who's saying he or she has more experience than the other. If you have a dedication and a concern and sincerity about wanting to serve your people, 
and you have done that in other ways and means, you're right. You don't need a Ph.D. You don't need any of those higher degrees to be in office. You can be a, a person who's just dedicated and wants to do the right job and get the right people around you. So I'm with you. Okay. And Larry, I got a um, political question for you. Sure enough. Your brain yeah, um, it's been 96 um, children shot this year already. Uh, 13 died, man. And, um, you know, we've been talking about a special session. When you was in, if you were in Annapolis right now, because you said it, Larry, um, most of our young people are doing the right thing, but like somebody said, the few uh, um, that's not, you know, or whatever, the 5% or whatever they are, are holding people hostage in the county. Old people are scared to come out, on and on and on. If you were in Annapolis right now, you know, uh, you and, 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 and Corey um, McCray, I think he's in the vein of you. He said last session, he said that we we the laws that was passed and sending us backwards. Nobody want everybody locked up, all that kind of stuff. But what I and I think we need a special session. Let me ask you this, Larry. If you if it was ninety six, and I, you know I don't usually a lot of times talk about race. If it was ninety six white children shot, and thirteen of them died in Baltimore County and city. Well, it's Baltimore City. It's just Baltimore City. Do you think we would have a special session? We would have to talk about it. Uh, 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 repeat offenders, make make guns, uh, stolen guns, uh, a felony. Do you, do you think it would be a question? Well, let me take what? care of the second question first. Uh, I'm hoping, that, first of all, the speaker, uh, Jones, last night on the news stated that she's going to refer the matter to her Judiciary Committee chair and others and get a sense from them. The process is that the Speaker has the six standing committees, one of the committees that deal with this issue is Judiciary, and she's asking the chair to look into uh, the question that you're asking so that if he and his committee recommends, and remember, on that committee is a representative from all the counties, so that uh, when she makes the decision, she's got to feel comfortable that she's got all the support from all the different uh, counties and and cities. So I'm waiting to see what the uh, chairman of the Judiciary Committee is going to do now that the speaker has said, let me consult with him. I assume that Bill Ferguson will do the same thing uh, on, on the Senate side then if the two of them get recommendations from the committees that deal with this issue, that it's time to call this special session, they will go to the governor and make the call. Uh, at, from what I could tell, she has definitely got it pondering, but she's going to go through the process that you go through as a speaker and count on her committee chairs to give her advice, knowing that they have to get the support from the other counties. She can't sit in Baltimore County and make a decision for the whole state without feeling how the state people feel about bringing them together because she's going to need 71 votes in the in the, in the, in the House and he's going to need 24 votes in the Senate. So it's going to take 
more than two of them, more than just the two of them as leaders. So I'm willing. I'm willing right now to uh, wait and see how the chairman responds to the speaker saying to talk about it. Find out what just think your committee members are saying. Then in turn, mm-hmm. should find out what they're being told in their states. And that's how we're going. That's the best way to, to get it get it done, Mark. I, I hear you. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I do understand what you're saying. Um, first question, too. Don't forget. <laughs> well, the first question is, if 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 it was the other way around, and you had uh, the ninety six, and they were white, and thirteen were white, you better believe it. Yeah. It would have been a session. Thank you. She would have the, her committee chairman be coming to her, and the other members of her leadership team would be coming to her. Thank you, thank you, Larry, for being honest about that. Okay, all right. Let's go and uh, take a little break, and we'll be right back. I promise you, we've got Bubby and we've got William, and also a special announcement coming from Brother Aaron. And I have All a right. very special announcement regarding what's going to start this coming Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But you got to stay tuned. Right. Listen to right. this. Be right back. Morning, morning, in conversation with L.Y. We're going to continue on, and we've got some, nothing but please get your pens out and pay ads. We're going to give you some information we want you to record and, and keep so you need, you need, need this, particularly the, the phone number we're going to give you in a minute. But right now, let's press up on Brother Aaron from the fantastic 70 Years. In the running. Good morning. The nineteen ninety. Aaron's not seventy. The theater's seventy. Question for it, but yes. Yes, sir. Go ahead and tell us about the fantastic production presently going on at Arena Players. Good brother, please. Good morning. Good morning, brother Young. Um, the uh, uh, the production going on at the Arena Players, the oldest and continuously operating African American theater in the country. In this country, the name of the production is called Celebration. We are celebrating our 70 years of being in operation and never having closed down. Celebration is uh, actually, it is a review of songs over the last, oh goodness, 40, maybe 50 years of different productions. It's basically, if you want to come to a concert, 
Come to see celebration. Come to hear celebration. Come to come to hear celebration. We have a bunch of um, seasoned performers who are singing. We have a bunch of younger performers who are singing. We even have the uh, one of Baltimore's best tap dancers. Everyone in this tap dance group is at least. 70 years old. Oh, you and can't, you, you, tell, you can't tell me that. Now, I've seen them. Now, they, they, maybe, I ain't going to say one, but come on. You're right, though. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. You, all right, so that, as he said, come on, come on down and ask each one of them. The show <laughs> is open on, the show runs Fridays and Saturdays at 8 p.m. on Sundays at 4 p.m. And you can talk to, um, he's one of our favorite persons he's passed on, Ed, uh, Ed Terry. He was a dancer performer. Um, he taught these performers. He taught these tap dancers. So you know how long ago that was when you heard Ed Terry, uh, Brother Young. Yes. So tap sickery are, yes, those performers are at least, I'm going to say, I'm going to be nice and say at least 65 years old. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they are uh, fantastic, and they do a phenomenal job. They come out at least twice um, during the performance of Celebration. And celebration is really a, a wonderful experience. It's an uplifting moment. You get to hear songs from like many um, Ripperton, songs from um, let me say Aretha Franklin, songs from even some people now uh, current people. Uh, I want to say Jill Scott and maybe um, uh, um, I want to say a Ted, oh, not a Teddy Pendergrass, Donnie Hathaway song. Uh, there are so many wonderful experiences that happen. Uh, Roberta Flack, even. Uh, we honor a bunch of uh, performers who have passed, as well as uh, performers who are actually here. And don't forget, today. Mississippi Goddamn. <laughs> I like that one. Yes. I'm sorry. She, yes. she does a good job with that one. Yes, she does. Yes. Miss Nina Simone. Yes. yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Miss Nina, Miss um, Sierra Leone does an awesome job. If you've never met Nina Simone or if you see a picture of Nina Simone, if you, you need to come down. Those listeners need to come down Friday, Saturday, 8 p.m. to get a watch of Miss Sierra Leone do her interpretation of Nina Simone. It is phenomenal. She embodies the spirit That's right. of Nina Simone. That's right. That's so, exactly so. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I tell you the truth, and 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 I had uh, my niece. She she went and came back. And said, oh, can I go again? <laughs> <laughs> she enjoyed That's herself and said that she was able. She knew some of the songs. I I had to lean over to a buddy of mine because I, I I didn't know some. I I, I guess I just old fashioned. But anyway, the production is well worth your time and your resource. Yes. Definitely. Continue coming down to the Arena Players, the oldest and continually operating African-American theater. It is in the heart of Baltimore. In the, It's the heart and the thing that keeps us going. Hey, Definitely. Man. Wow, mm -hmm. man. Thank you. Got a good radio voice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. so. <laughs> Thank you so very much for coming on, Brother Aaron. Appreciate you much, man. Thank you, sir. Have Thanks, a safe one. Yeah. Peace to you, sir. He's telling the truth, family. You want to see this. It's a fantastic musical production. Celebration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Celebration. And you'll be celebrating with us. We've got some major plans for the, for the theater, God willing. 
We're just about eighty-five uh, percent of gold achieved. We need another million too, and we'll have all we need to go ahead and completely refurbish and have us a new. It'll be the eighth wonder of the world. I keep saying <laughs> when it's finished, it's going to be gorgeous. You're going to be so proud of it, Baltimore. <clears throat> yes, sir. All right, let's go to the lines and pick up Bubby. Yes, sir. Senator. Good morning. And Mark, thank you so much for taking my call. Good morning. For sure. Let me just piggyback on the uh, celebrity cab driver. Uh, Senator and Mark, do you do you know that the company that managed Rosemont Towers, but the housing authority of Baltimore City still owned the building? Several years ago, they leased all their high-rise buildings to these management companies with the idea that the management company supposed to put in X amount of millions of dollars, get the building up to code because the Baltimore City Housing Authority didn't have the money to do the renovation that was needed. That's what they say. Now, fast forward to 2023. The majority of the buildings that the housing authority owns but leased to management companies are below code. Mm. And this, like the celebrity cab driver say, and what my problem is, how is the housing authority going to inspect a building that they own when they knew about these conditions before they lease it to the people that manage in their company? Uh-oh. Do that make any sense to you, Senator? I'm listening. I'm listening. Yes, sir. And my whole thing is, I don't know what type of protection that the Baltimore City Housing Authority have with all our politicals, all our federal officials, where they are not saying this is a colossal failure in shutting it down. The current leader there, Janet Abrams, is not fit. Now, Senator and Mark, do the research. The largest mass shooting in the history of the state of Maryland happened on Housing Authority property. And what did they instruct their people to do? Go and clean up evidence. Before the police released the crime scene, they had their maintenance employees cleaning up the crime scene. Because, Senator and Mark, I always try to tell everybody, look at the conditions that caused some of this behavior. Mark talked about the juveniles doing well, the alleged juveniles doing these car thefts. Look, Look at the conditions. Baltimore City public schools, not educating mm-hmm. them. Right. Baltimore Housing Authority, not how, housing them in livable conditions. Economically, the unions with their parents work for is not supporting them. And wow. nobody is saying anything about the conditions that foster this type of stuff. I learned a long time ago, if you cage your sweet spirit dog in a cage and turn out the lights, when you go back and kick that cage, that dog is going to bite you. And that's what we have in this city, Senator and Mark. We have politicians have done a, turned a blind eye to the poor and working class of this city, those who cannot donate money to their campaign. You talked about the Orioles. I was at the oil game yesterday. All right. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen the jubilation of the older people that remember when the Orioles once were great. I want to see the people of this city be rejuvenized when they see this city come back to its greatness. What we do Love not that. have, Larry, Love we that. have a bunch of tones that are leaders. Leo Burns. 
Say again? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm listening to you, brother. Y- yes, sir. I, I, I was saying, sir, this is what is going on in this city. Now, we are the filthiest city in the nation. We are one of the violentest cities in the nation. We are the worst city for educating our youth from K to 12th grade, and nothing is said. People come on and they say, oh, this big utopia, everything is doing well. Yes, we have some pockets of poverty. Yes, we have some pockets of bad actors. No, no. We need to fix it, but first we need to do an internal checkup, Senator, and look at our politicians. Look what City Hall has given us. Nothing. Nothing. They don't speak out. They don't say anything. And, and Senator and uh, Mark, are y'all aware that there's a new Ask Me Local 67, I mean Local Council 67 president by the name of Dorothy Bryant, that Glenn Middleton is no longer the Ask Me president? What? Yes. I'm getting calls that they had some uh, election that the members did not know about. And now Dorothy Bryant is the president because Glenn had retired from what they told me. Now, listen to what I say. You, you represent over 7,000 city employees, and they are saying it was not an election. The, the man who did pass on to Glenn right hand, Dorothy Bryant, who I think is very unfit to hold that office. See, Senator and Mark, this the type of stuff goes on. But, but tell me this, Bobby. <laughs> Let me accept what you just offer up to be so I was not made aware that Glenn had retired. But let's say he did. You mean to tell me that you're the only person who's willing to come on radio and stand up for this 7,000 people and tell us what's going on? Well, well Senator, to answer your question, if you look at my phone, my emails, you will see all the emails I'm getting from Senate, from city employees and call telling me about what's going on. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm just telling you, Senator, I do what I do because it was put in me. <clears throat> I do what I do because I was taught by Shirley Crosby to stand up for what you believe in. Wow. And this is something I believe in. But to answer your question, yes, I am very disappointed with the city employees of Baltimore City. Yes, I am, Senator, because they have been they have been they they have been allowed to let these union people roll over them from the housing authority to local forty four to completely run over them and violate their rights. And 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 it seems like if I could show you my call log and the text messages I get that I'm being stopped when I'm out in public by city employees telling me, please say this. This is what's going on. But yes, Larry, I understand. I well, I'm gonna, exactly what I'm certainly going to I'm certainly going to go find out uh, what brought about the retirement unannounced. Well, not a, maybe it's not our business, but... Yes, sir. I, I heard I, health issues. Okay. All right. Well, then I want to definitely check this out. And then at yes, the same time, uh, I'm going to invite her to join the show and tell us what her and what kind of campaign she does she run on. I hope you do. And uh, Senator, you know one thing I don't speak for it's stuff what I heard. I speak for stuff I know. I have had over You have not been, I have not had a person from Ask Me challenge you since you've been on nope. coming on this show. 
Not one no. time has somebody called me up and said to me, what he has offered up is not true. Nobody has offered to challenge you one way or the other, and it's time now for voices to be heard so that we know exactly what we need to do and where we're going to focus our attention. I thank you so much, Senator, for that. And, Senator, I never said that I know everything. I never said, but I speak my truth, and most times I got documentation to back it up. But, Senator, this is shameful, Senator. And the sad thing about it, Mark and Senator, I have been to every, 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 political official and told them, don't go for what I say. Investigate. Call these people. See this story. Go here. Go there. They do. You know what they yeah. tell me? Have, have you contacted your city council representative? <laughs> have right. you contacted the mayor? Have you contacted the city uh, council president? I say, sir, I did all that. I tried to, ma'am. I try to follow yeah. everything. But I'm just saying, yeah. I just want y'all to hold an investigation. But nothing is done. You know it's personal against me, Senator. You, you, you know it's personal against me. Just like, Senator, I'm investigating a possible lawsuit, and I'm bringing it to you first, Senator, that will be levied against the Baltimore City Housing Authority for discrimination from past employees. They have a list at the Housing Authority HR Department where they got certain names in black ink. When these persons put in resumes and application for employment, they sent them a generic email saying that we chose to go forward because there was a, a, a better candidate. Then when the candidate questioned them on a better candidate, they say that they chose someone else, that your resume, wow. your experience, your knowledge has nothing to do with who they chose. They choose who they want to choose. Wow. Okay. And this is the stuff that's going on. Well, I don't want to hold you up too much, Larry and Mark, but this is the stuff that needs to get out here. This city yes, is imploding from within because of leadership. Thank you very much, that's sir. Right. Thank, thank you, buddy. Right. Thank you, sir. Larry, let me, let me say We've got a lot on our agenda. Yes, sir. Bobby, let me say something about this. This man. Quickly. this man not only is an expert, you know, in the HVAC and all that kind of stuff. This man grew up in Sandtown, had two sons murdered in Sandtown. One, he held his head while he died out in front of the house, I think. The other one, he said the young man that killed him used to come in his house, was like a son to him, and ate at his table. And he could have folded it up at any time. Thank you, Bubby. For sure, for sure. Let's quickly go to William. William. Hello. Good morning. Oh, hey, how you doing, Senator? How you doing, Mark? Um, hey, partner. All right. Hey, Larry, um, Senator, let me say this, man. Hey, you're the biggest man in radio. That's all I got to say, and I miss you. And uh, what I wanted to say was uh, about the uh, stolen cars, about these teenagers, right? You know, when you are stealing cars, especially in 2023, you know, it doesn't matter what color you are or, or you know, what age you are. If you, uh, you're taking a chance, that's all. And somebody may kill you over that car, you know. Plus, you know, you got to think about, um, you know, when, when somebody steals somebody's car in the city here, you know, you're inconveniencing that person. You know, it's a big yeah. inconvenience. Yeah. It's poor people yeah. preying on poor people. And, you know, it, it's yeah. not right, you know, because when I grew up, my mother taught me right from wrong. You know, I never stole a car mm -hmm. in my life, but I did some things I'm, I, I regret that I did. Mark, you know, I'm in recovery like you. But all I'm saying yes, is, is today, I would tell these teenagers when right. I do talk to them, man, 
do the right thing, you know, because all the teenagers, all these young people are not bad. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that. No. We got some good ones out here. Oh, for sure. For sure that. we do. But, we uh, we in the Players Youth Theater. Yeah, but you don't want... You know, we we you don't want nobody running up on your wife or your mother or your relative. No, man, and no. Them. You know, the man got killed over there in East Baltimore trying uh-huh. to uh, help his nephew or somebody uh, from stealing his car. They never caught those people, you know. And then uh, I wanted to say, um, right. you know, Senator, uh, the mayor's race is coming up, you know. And, don't you know that I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I'm going to have a man, lot to Bobby, say about man, that. Bobby, yeah, Bobby be on point. But all I'm saying is it's just like, Man, it's almost like, you know, we barking in the dark, man, because uh, nobody wants to listen, man. You know, and I hate I, Look, I was born and raised here, too. Right. But this is I got, corrupt mm-hmm. city. It's corrupt, man. It's all, it's, we have to get rid of people, man. I got to move on, but okay. So, okay. All right, thank you, man. I appreciate you, William. Thank you, my friend. Have a good thank day. Thank you. All right. I really should. Can I, I'll take one more because I really got some information got to share with your family. Henry, very quickly. Henry? Oh, yeah. I'm just uh, took a uh, conversation. Uh, yeah, good comments. I just things gonna work out. Uh, we keep putting information out there. Keep talking about the interest. Things change over time. Period. Thanks for taking my call. All right, now thank you. All right. <clears throat> All right, family. Here we go. Beginning tomorrow. Beginning tomorrow. God willing. All things being good and equal. You will be able to hear, but you have to turn to a your podcast. I will be podcasting Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings. And uh, you can catch me on uh, YouTube and Facebook. And there'll be other ones wow. as well. Wow. But every morning, the Larry Young Morning Show. Notice wow. what I'm saying now. The Larry Young wow. Morning Show podcast wow. will be heard, and you can catch me on YouTube and Facebook Live. But here's the new number. Now, keep the number you have for, the, for in conversation with L.Y. on Mondays. That one you can keep. Because that's always going to be standard. 410-481-1010. 410-481-1010. But tomorrow... If you want to have a conversation during the morning with me, the L.Y. Morning Show, here's the number, 877-545-6643. Okay, 877 Five, four, five, six, six, four, three. Now, I know it'll take a while to get that number in your head, and you'll start getting it over time, but that's the number where I can be reached on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday mornings. I'll be on from 10 to 11 o'clock on those uh, that number. So make sure that you write it down again and come on and join me Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Congratulations, big brother. You deserve it, man. Well, we're going to try. Thank you, man. Thank you. You know, your challenges. Let me say this real quick. I know we got to go. But um, you, 
you know, I, I, I get people, you know, people like you, man, inspire me. People like Bubby inspire me, you know, um, you know, your, your, your leg amputated, all that, all on your death door and all that kind of stuff. And you come back, man, you love your community. And, and, and we see that every day. And I'm proud to call you my big brother. Thank you, man. Well, that's what keeps me going. I, I do count on the handful of, good of you who have been with me through thick and thin. Let me also say this, that tomorrow is very important to, to, to me and to the community family. Tomorrow night at the New Shallow Baptist Church, I'm encouraging you to please come to the church, 6.30. We're going to take on the Maryland Nand Chapter Baltimore Branch. And uh-huh. we're going to organize ourselves into five different subdivisions, Baltimore County, Howard County, Anne Arundel County, uh, Harford County, Carroll County, Frederick County, and Prince George's. And so, but tomorrow night is the big one. Uh, we've had some internal problems that have come up, and therefore we will do this reunited plan getting better to be together and uh, we need you I need your family I'm, I don't as I told some of the folks who I've been texting over the week I really want your presence tomorrow night New Shallow Baptist Church for the National Action Network I'm going to put myself up and consider <clears throat> another term but I'm not to know the people want to have active, unbrought, unbossed, committed only to the community, chapters in these subdivisions. That way when our good leader, who Gerald Stansbury, stands in Annapolis and he says he speaks, he doesn't speak for just the greater Baltimore community, but he's going to be speaking for others. My hope dream is that we'll have at least 12 counties by the end of wow. this year. We'll have 12 counties. And um, the uh, that's the new shallow Baptist Church is where we will be, and uh, the the program that we oh somebody was asking the name of the you Sam we're still putting things together and then, and uh, Eric and Sean and 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 and, and Miss Kimball my, my team. So we're putting everything together. So we, this is the first time, by the way, we've had a uh, podcast, and uh, we're going to put things together starting. So you join us tomorrow morning to see how we were able to, but uh, we're going to do the best we can on uh, today through the day to get all the dotted I's and crossing the dotted I's and the T's. Arena Arena Players, uh, of course, someone just called in about that. That's located at 801 McCullough Street, right at the corner of McCullough and Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King and McCullough is the Arena Players. 801 McCullough Street is where you can go. 410-728-6500. 410-728-6500 is the phone number for you to register at the Arena Players. Again, I want you to join me tomorrow night for the National Action Network, Maryland, NAND, 
branch slash Baltimore chapter. It's going to be a major meeting. I'm telling you, and I'm going to count on you. I really want to have a good attendance tomorrow night by all means. Please, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night, and I look forward to tomorrow morning when you'll be on board with us, too, for In the Larry Young on LY Morning Show. All right, as always, thank you, Brother Sean. Thank you very much, Brother Eric. And coming up, the living legend herself. Just a matter of days before all of Baltimore says thank you. Good morning, family. Peace. And I am haunted by.